Hey everyone, you're listening to Angel Nears the Podcast. Angel Nears is a Silicon Valley community for startup builders, where founders and operators share their firsthand knowledge on how to build and scale startups. I'm your host, Oleg Kujikov, and our guest today is KD Deshpande, a co-founder and CEO of Simplified, the all-in-one design platform where freelancers, entrepreneurs, and teams can collaborate, scale, and grow their content. Today, we're talking with KD about the finer points of automating content creation. But before we get into that, KD, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. Excited to have you too. Uh, Let's hear a little bit about you for maybe the listeners that haven't met you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started in this business. Sure. So before about this business, let me just give you a background on where I uh, started my career and where I born, I, I started in a, I born in a very humble family, uh, humble and well-educated family. My dad is a lawyer um, and my uh, mom is uh, in the field of science. So they always encouraged me to, to go and learn new things. But most importantly, they were like, hey, just go figure it out. This is the, this, this seems pretty interesting. Just go learn by yourself. Uh, they always help me in, uh, uh, to move and take the, a point in the right direction and and then they left up to me to choose what i want to do in life and everything and that kind of that's how um my all childhood i did bachelor's in computer engineering uh, back in india and in 2000 then after i worked a couple of years and uh, landed in landed in us to do my masters in computer science i landed here with like $2000 and I still remember I bought my first laptop, like Dell laptop, on uh, by uh, with on seven hundred dollars, and I was left with like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars, and I had to plan my journey. Yeah, big investment. Yeah, luckily uh, I got a scholarship uh, from my professor, and it, it, I got into his office and I said, "Hey, I want to start a company. I want to learn about the process. I want to learn about what it takes." And I had lo- virtualization background so he said why don't we work together and that's how i started my first company in back in 2008 we were helping small and medium-sized businesses if you remember probably uh, 2008 to almost a decade back almost every software company or most of the companies had like these software racks in their offices and when aws started back then it was like oh now you can host all of this thing in cloud so that's literally the business we were in. We were helping these small businesses, small offices to move their private infrastructure to public clouds. I worked there for a couple of years and my professor was leaning towards more like really core research and virtualization. And uh, I, I wanted to explore something new. After my master's or while doing my master's, I built a couple of mobile applications and I used to hack, build, in the night times i i stumbled upon this site uh, back then it used they uh, it was radio time and then it became tune in radio for like discovering music and i liked that site so much i applied for a job um, and i got a job there but by the time i got a job they told me hey uh, we just raised nine hundred thousand dollars from sequoia and we are moving our headquarters from dallas to San Francisco and I was like okay that's fantastic because uh, this is the place where I want to be 
and I still remember 2010-11 time frame. I came here. Uh, the office was in front of Palo Alto Caltrain Station. On day one, someone who landed in Beria with a, with that startup passion and all the stuff. Uh, I walked into a broken garage. There were just like fans and a couple of folks were like there was a heater in the corner. A support person was supporting. Founders were just building stuff, and uh, it's like okay, here is your computer. Assemble everything, and let's get started. Look into this code. Go fix it. And I still remember though, uh, almost every week, um, as well, we were fixing like AC, we were uh, bringing refrigerator. Team was growing, and in that environment, that early exposure I got, I got an opportunity to work uh, on different parts of the business, engineering, product, support, uh, partnerships. I I learned so much there uh, over the next two years. I've seen the rocket. Uh, hockey stick kind of a growth there uh, and i got connected with the community i used to hang out with pinterest was also back then in the uh, palo alto small these guys were hustling so then pulse which is a uh, which later got acquired in by a linkedin um, i got connected with those people i built i started building my kind of net, first hand network or the people then I started, uh, I had this one particular problem while building the mobile application was um, how do you sh- like invite people and build that community to send uh, so that more and more people can use your beta test your application. So I built uh, a prototype and shared with my friends, uh, all developer community, and they were like, yeah, this is pretty cool. We would like to use it. That's literally how I started my second company, Vessel.io which was, well, we started Vessel.io so uh, marketers can go and use, enable mobile marketing automation for them. But as an outsider, uh, as an immigrant entrepreneur, I did not have luxury of connections or there was nobody, hardly anyone was there to scout and make those connections. I literally spent so much time as a first-time founder on uh, um, Sand Hill Road to meet like different VCs and just trying to pitch our company and raise funding Uh, and I failed back then I failed miserably but then one of my uh, friend advisor he told me like it's okay just continue doing what you are doing and uh, keep building and then uh, we later fast forwarding after hustling for close to like 18 months uh, we applied to uh, 500 startups and at that uh, it it is kind of a um, uh, things happen for a reason. Um, so we built a product f- like VZVG editor for um, marketers so that way they can send push notification, SMS, e- email notifications to their audiences. And we got an offer, acquisition uh, offer. Uh, me and my co-founder, we were really excited. Like, oh, wow, we got acquisition offer. It's going to be fun. And, and parallelly, we got, uh, we got accepted into 500 Startups Accelerator program. I walked into office and told the MD uh, of 500 Startups saying, hey, we are getting acquired. I don't think we'll join this Accelerator program. And he, he looked at me and he was like, um, uh, okay, so congratulations. Um, how, much, how much they are paying, if may I ask? And I was like, no, I mean, they're giving us uh, a sign-on bonus and probably um, uh, offer an offer. 
and he was like guys like literally f that just come and continue working on your <laughs> uh continue working on this uh, startup this has some potential or like has potential and if you guys still fail i'll get you that offer again or like some another offer again how about that and i came down where my co-founder was waiting with another engineer and i said guys look this is our opportunity let's get let's give it a try we already hustled so much um why not give one more try and that one more try changed kind of the course of my career we've been through that accelerator uh, after accelerator we were like one of the top company in our batch uh, we raised funding from some of the top vcs in the valley and uh, continued our journey uh, and then after another uh, 12 to 18 months uh, we got acquired by uh, another publicly traded company uh, mercado where uh, mercado came in other direction and said look mobile is something uh, something futuristic something marketers will leave breathe and this is how uh, users will consume or like users will spend their most time so we want to be on the forefront of this new wave and i think you guys built a really interesting product which we can easily um, bring into our uh, mothership and our customers will benefit so we did all song and dance and uh, eventually we uh, exited to mercado in 2014 and again from going from like startup experience to a big company first 3 months 4 months were difficult but uh, if i if i do look back now uh, i was like i'm i'm done i i just want to quit i don't think i'm i meant for this but then the a friend another advisor told me like look uh, someday you will build a big company and it's a art it's a skill you need to acquire and this the, the, you you know how to operate in a chaos in a small setting but now this is your opportunity to learn the skills in a, a 500 700 1500 people company and why don't you don't give up just continue on this journey learn the art so i worked there i uh, integrated our product into the mothership became vp of product uh, gm of partnership there uh, expanded the product in international markets um uh, was there for, and it was good experience uh, to meet with like cmos of the different top tier companies uh, understanding how uh, the sales and b2b sales works and all those uh skills which um which is good to have and they come handy as you are building the business 2017 vista equity acquired mercado and then adobe acquired mercado uh during that time i left mercado and uh, i was thinking what should i do next should shall i go and start a company I was looking into different ideas but never felt that there is something i want to quit and do it again um, then i joined uber figuring it out the advertising and monetization strategy when i joined uber uh, uber was like a, it's a massive it's a rocket ship uh, company was just growing uh, at a massive scale and we were uh, spending like millions and billions of dollars on marketing and my first job at uber was how can we bring the efficiency in the marketing spend uh, because we were growing in uh, us A- asia apac all international markets Uh, and we were spending a lot of money to acquire users my whole job was to like how can we bring the efficiency so we built marketing systems there 
and then second uh, as um, i uh, build those systems and bring efficiency in the marketing spend my another job was um, how can we monetize uber ecosystem so if you have seen uh, this car with billboards in san francisco or in new york those that's i would say that's my pet project that was my pet project in uber we did that from 0 to 1 uh, launched on the road and earlier last year i had a, i got an opportunity to go and work in uh, facebook uh, to lead the messenger inbox team i left the team and joined uh, facebook um and while last since my last acquisition i was always thinking about what should i do next um and uh, what i realized after and i was hacking i was hustling i was doing few things here and there uh, but then um the whole uh, i was not happy uh, i uh, even though i was working at uh, great companies or like i was working at like facebook which is a mecca of uh, product managers or like the tech people i was feeling that something is missing uh, and then while doing that um, last around last year march time frame uh, february march time frame i was thinking like uh, we we need easy way to communicate uh, if you look at the industry as a whole we made so much progress uh, tech wise from microsoft paint brush to adobe photoshop and all these technical uh, uh, we we build amazing um uh, this creativity tools or like photo editing tools or video editing tools but i realized that the that simplicity is lost along the way uh and i was thinking about that and then second uh, when i was working with uh, working uh, in uber uber i got an opportunity to work with small restaurants to fortune 500 uh, big companies um and i one thing i realized that um and that people need to collaborate more uh, the marketing to launch so first thing is everybody needs marketing no matter what if you are a small one man uh, to or like a mom and pop shop to a fortune 500 company you need marketing you need to deliver you need to be in front of your customers you need to be telling the same story your brand needs to because uh, today's customers have very short term memory so unless and until you go and talk to them again and again it's really really difficult uh, for you to stand out so um i looked at these two i connected i looked back connected some of the dots and learnings in my life and said okay uh, probably um i i should start thinking about how can we help these small and medium sized businesses uh, um, to uh, stand out in front of cow, uh, like this massive growth and um, unfortunately the whole covid started world changed uh, entirely and we we started spending a lot of time at home uh, and i i uh, i was still working on this idea um, i was building the product and i was showing it to uh, marketers designers freelancers i was paying out of my pocket to interview them back then um, and i realized that it's resonating with people it's resonating with uh what we are trying to uh, uh like everything um it it they feel that it's theirs they are part of this process so that's how um that journey of simplified uh started and then 
it came to a point i was like i'm done um this is this is it i want to work on uh, this uh, particular um, uh, idea um and when i was at facebook i was like um is this is this something i really want to do uh, if i look back 5 10 years uh, down uh, back uh, in my memory lane i don't want to um feel like i never did that or i i had a chance um and when you are stuck in your thinking i felt it's time to make a change so i decided to follow my heart and said i'm ready to make new mistakes and that's how journey of uh, simplified started okay well you know thanks for the lengthy introduction i feel like we've gotten to know you through all that and you know uh, through your journey you you've seen a lot right you were at big companies with lots of people organizations that run with with just a high volume of of people in them and it sounds like you through that experience have have found this need for simpler collaboration with within marketing or or whatever department i don't know if it's uh, just marketing but there's this need so can you talk about that need like when you talk about simplified what's the need for teams or users that it's that it's fulfilling oh yeah absolutely so i'm going to ask you some questions uh, like a quiz a trick question so when you see when you open your uh, wake up your first thing in the morning what you do uh i open up my phone i'm i hate to admit this but i got the headspace <laughs> app you, and there's a yeah, quick video correct, to watch correct <laughs> when you go to when you go to bed what what is the last thing you do turn off the lights in my room <laughs> <laughs> probably you check your phone consume some more content and uh, probably go to the bed right so uh, I, think that about, does happen yeah uh, think about like um, we let's think let's look at the consumer behavior uh, we as a consumer uh, are consuming more content than ever we are spending a lot more time and then covid amplified that probably 10x because there is nothing to do you are just like consuming content um, since morning like the first thing you do till the last thing you do and then the content formats are getting lighter and more interactive means like uh, there is uh, it started with like photos it started with like instagram did the revolution around like this whole then snapchat did this disappearing stories and now if you look at there is a tiktok you are consuming content on tiktok you are um, you are produce you are consuming lot more content right now as a user and we go and swipe up left right down uh, all these directions but do you know for that 10 seconds of reel how much effort goes in uh, like somebody the uh, if you are a small company of or you for enterprise company there is a team of people constantly thinking about what should i put in front of my users um what what kind of content i should create 1 billion plus stories get shared uh, across the globe on facebook alone so uh, as content form- formats are getting lighter and more interactive today's businesses or ma- uh, like marketing uh, demands velocity and coordination to deliver consistent on brand uh, message across all the channels and the existing tools are slow they're not meant for that kind of scale they're not i mean they they are great but they're not meant for today's demand they are non collaborative or and they just don't have the capacity to help these users like companies uh, 
with this scale mm-hmm. it takes like village to launch marketing campaigns it takes uh, you if you have looked at like traditionally the way process starts is there is a brief there is some ideation then somebody goes and create creates these whole creatives then um, there is a marketer who sets the tone then somebody goes and schedule those for publishing and you have to do it like to stand out uh, on these channels you need to do it like 3 4 5 times a week that's how these algorithms are meant for because if you are not on top of that scroll stopping reel or tiktok videos probably you lost that opportunity hmm. and that's why i saw an opportunity to build um, the next generation demand for scroll stopping content um, which is creating how can we allow people to do this amazing content collaboratively um, at a hyper fast growth uh, all in one place and that's how the this idea of simplified started can we build like uh, one app to create collaborate uh, and scale your digital content I want to understand this space a little bit more. So, so let's start with like a high level overview of just design, because you mentioned tools. I'm, I'm kind of curious about that. So, so 10 years ago, you know, the vast majority of designers, they probably worked in Adobe Photoshop and it's a powerful tool, but you know, it's not very collaborative and there weren't many other options. That's 10 years ago. Now those tools have grown, but I kind of want to stay in this ten year ago time frame. Can you can you talk about um, can you talk yeah can you talk about how that evolved from just like starting with Adobe Photoshop? How has design grown within uh, companies? Yeah, one step back. Even uh, if you uh, have played with Adobe, uh, even Microsoft Paintbrush, probably that was the like easiest form of like any design or like creation, right? simple easy then we did so much progress uh, cameras got like um, uh, really rich uh, with hardware so you needed a lot more processing um, that's where the adobe is amazing company and they did like so much progress but traditionally we've been uh, consuming content which is really um, meant to consume over the long period of time but in last 10 years and still these tools were they they do a uh, great job for what they are supposed to do like long form content which is consumed over a long period of time these tools then there is um, a sketch figma over the last five years figma came in and these still these tools are probably still meant for product designers people with like a lot of skills people who know nitpicky things about designs and then canva which came uh, started in 2013 to 12 13 and then they did amazing uh, work to commoditize uh, design making and I think uh, making it available for pretty much everyone uh, as possible. At the, but when it comes to marketing, marketing is not just about design. Marketing is it's all about like thinking about what is that brand message you want to put in front of users. Uh, it is like um, consistent consuming content. So typically in today's world let's existing set of tools our companies are using those tools but if you look at marketers marketers want to push content three or four times per week or like even more like every six seven hours they won't just want to post more content so that way and 
or last so that's the reality today and they on the you they have brand designers in house who are struggling to keep up with the demand because if i have to post a simple message saying let's say i am a shopify store and i want to publish saying hey we are running this sale i cannot just go and run this scale on just facebook i need to run that same creative i need to make sure that it looks good on instagram uh, reels it looks good on uh, tiktok it real it looks good on twitter it looks good on pinterest because i want to be where users are so as a marketer i want to move fast and that's where the existing tools the traditional media was failing or like is failing the businesses were like uh, struggling marketers were like okay they were businesses were slow to catch up on and that's where we said how can we bring that simplicity back without without going and uh, use ai machine learning so that way we can continue to have that simplicity and let the machine do heavy lifting for you so let me try to repeat that back like um you know we started with great design tools adobe photoshop was wonderful then you know the the industry grew new tools like figma then canva um are really strong tools but marketers need to get in front of their customers and they want to do it as often as possible so they they want to they want to create content they want to get in front of people and and do it on multiple platforms right you want to be on the new thing you want to be on facebook correct feed but you want to be all over the place correct so these new tools don't really support that kind of uh, that type of velocity so so yeah so tell me next just where does simplified fit in so there are, so the problem which we we said we noticed while i was working at facebook uh, and even uh, all my last there are too many tools convoluted workflows that had made the design and marketing process longer and more costly than it needed to be and that's where we said uh, can we build one app not just the design like can we build one app for all uh, where you can like non anyone anyone can create content in one tenth of time and at a fraction of cost what that product will look like and the, when we say digital content it could be like static assets animated assets videos gif collaboratively and that's where this vision of simplified started so our vision at simplified is we are we are not just building a product we are not just building the platform we are building a space where you can do more with less collaborate with your entire team and unleash your creativity so next i'm wondering like and we'll talk about customers in in a little bit but who who is this for is this for large uh, large companies with big marketing departments or is this for you know early stage startups that want to make most of their the the few people that work there yeah i think that's that's a great question uh simplified is um we are starting with more like knowledge workers like that one marketer or like fire team of marketers so typically what we have seen is uh, there is a lot of pull from founders small entrepreneurs uh digital marketers who want to scale their brand and collaborate with their team like never before we are growing with them and then as uh, one person in your department is finding the value they are bringing another person in their in, in your department 
So our job is what we are trying to do is like, how can we like the uh, Google Smart Compose? We are not replacing your job. We are just making you look smarter. We are making you look like if uh, efficient. Um, and that's how the journey, uh, that's how we are seeing the pull from um, businesses, D2C marketers um, who are running like these Shopify stores, uh, small businesses, or even uh, freelancers who are who wants to do more with less, like serve five clients uh, more every single day, earn more for themselves, and do not just like do uh, like just spray painting, but they want they want to deliver amazing content to their customers, and that's the this is the tool set, this is the creativity stack uh, we are giving to them, and another uh, another interesting thing why now um, because this is a very interesting content if you have seen from like last 2000 last decade to like especially right now there are more creators in the world than ever people are creating more content but most importantly there is a fundamental shift is happening content is no longer expense content is an asset can you go deeper into that what do you mean yeah so if you when i was looking when i was building like 2000 last two companies content was seen as expense it's a marketing expense like oh i would write a blogs how much it is going to cost me i have to create a video oh it's a 3 grand 5 grand oh, uh, it it was an expense on your in, on your pnl but now uh, content is not seen as um, expense it's seen as a uh, asset and I think one of the line I said to um, your dad saying, hey, probably I'm going to use it, it somewhere in one of my podcasts is uh, it's like Thanksgiving's, uh, Thanksgiving uh, dinner, right? You you make it once and then you eat it over next couple of days for lunch, <laughs> breakfast, lunch, like you spray. That's, that's, that's exactly the concept of content. You create it once and you use it like everywhere. And that's the power. And if you have seen probably in decades, when is the last C-level new role got created? People are hiring chief creative officers, like big companies are hiring mediums, like Series B or onwards companies are thinking and creating that position, chief creative officer. Do you think the design industry will follow the footprints of the sales stack with dominant player like sales, like a Salesforce and, and uh, hundreds of other smaller, much smaller startups? Or do you think it's going to go the way of the marketing stack with an ecosystem of kind of smaller niche players that exist under kind of an umbrella of a few major general use guys? Yeah, so far, so far, I have seen the marketing stack style and we are still early. We are still early in that game. Um more and more companies and entrepreneurs start thinking uh, and we are going away from that siloed tool concept now because think about like if uh, right now if you have to just do it's better to have one app so that way you can do everything uh, at one place it takes time to build that kind of a platform but once you get the right uh, once you get it right it's easier and good for your customers because then they 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 can do copywriting they can do design they can create collaborate and everything in one place like google ecosystem 
once you get into that you have like your presentations you have your docs you have excel sheets and that's how with the last three four five years with clickup notion and even coda that style of thinking is coming a lot more it's like can we have one stack which will do the whole thing for you and we we are going in that direction saying can we have a one stack like one app so that way you can do more with less uh, less i mean spending less time and spending less money uh, um, so it, it truly benefits your end user well, that's a good segue because next I want to talk about, you know, the simplified platform and what you're doing. Can you talk about the core elements that make up your platform? Yeah, sure. So currently, so here, here's how we did it. So we started last year, we started building the product. In March, we opened like private beta uh, this year, almost like eight, nine months of like building and testing. And in August, um, literally like a month back, we opened public beta. Uh, and currently, uh, using Simplified, you can. We want to be. Uh, we are taking function each function in your marketing workflow. Uh, so that way. So currently on Simplified, you can come and design amazing creatives. Uh, acro- you can design once and use it, repurpose it across all your uh, marketing channels like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. You can just come in. It's a WYSIWYG no code editor. Uh, you can drag and drop things and uh, your content is ready so it's easier for you to deliver on brand content every single time you can build videos on simplified you can use uh, and it, all of this you can do it in a collaborative way uh, and the whole platform is built on collaboration and we are certainly using machine learning for some of the things like background remover or like making your designs pop uh, uh, you can. Uh, we also integrated with uh, uh, copywriting, so you, we are using AI for copywriting because copywriting is such an integral part of your marketing ecosystem. Um, that messaging, so, uh, instead of like we are, we can we uh, jokingly say we are retiring lorem ipsum, uh, which designers are using is as a placeholder. Um, now using Simplified's AI assistant, designers can just create content on the fly and reduce that time from like weeks to a day uh, and move at that speed. And then in future, we have, there is a publishing coming to the platform and a lot of other uh, cool stuff uh, in pipeline. Uh, and we, we build in public. So our community is telling us what to do next. Uh, and we are, we already integrated with uh, Google Drive. So you can bring all your uh, assets, which is sitting there, in Google Drive into your day-to-day usage. So you don't need to go and search, oh, where is my that particular photo or images residing? You you will have every all that access in one place. All right, sounds amazing. Let's look under the hood. Talk about your technology stack and what kind of important, cho- important choices you had to make early on there. Well, before even we go to uh, technology stack, one, one challenge was like, we do not want it to just replicate what Adobe built amazing tech uh, from desktop to more web that that's not what we are building we are we are taking the fundamentally different approach and saying uh, if i have to do if my dad have to do this thing or you don't need to acquire like specialized skills to do all these things so how can we in just we have a three three clicks rule you should be able to do what you want to do in just like three clicks it could be video it could be 
uh, your social media assets it could be your marketing material can you do it in just like less in less than three clicks so and we so our whole the big, first biggest challenge was can we have a simplified user experience so today when you log in you you don't need to learn something new because our typical audience are the target audiences marketers business owners fundamentally they don't have uh, that those skills so we are uh, giving them tools and keeping user experience as simple as possible and behind the scene our infrastructure is doing whole heavy lifting so uh, with that product principles um, we had to make a choice uh, is like what should i do to keep the application needs to feel uh, faster it needs to be it needs to respond it is a real time collaboration so if you and me are collaborating then it needs to feel like google docs it needs to feel like um uh, amazing google tech they build over probably uh, thousands of engineers probably working on that tech how can we uh, give that similar level of experience uh, it should feel fast and simple which is a very deadly lethal combination fast and simple either you can make it fast or you can make it simple um uh, so to do that our our front end is all we are optimizing every single day it's all react um we are doing we are using a lot of canvas like this html uh, webgl uh, canvas so that way we can do rendering like extremely faster um and then um the backend is all uh, python stack we have like everything from like node python um uh, elastic search redis all like uh, cutting edge technologies which uh, which allow and then for our collaboration we have homegrown stack which we have built some of the algorithms which can do the con- conflict resolutions and other stuff um using some of the popular algorithms um, um and uh, we go through a lot of iterations to build um, uh, and we have this um, uh, ritual in our company we are still a small company um, every f- uh, show don't tell which is like go ship things just show don't tell so our uh, our team is constantly working on uh, adopting new technologies and delivering on that promise of fast and simple uh, easy to use uh, pro- on these three product principles you already mentioned it you know using machine learning to uh, you know work the background and and make your images uh, pop can you describe how you you're using machine learning to automate different parts of the content creation process yeah yeah so we use we already integrated uh, open ai uh, gpt3 for a lot of um, like uh, content creation so that way when designers are thinking like what should what message i should put it on this uh, marketing campaign they click a button and uh, gpt3 uh, or like open ai gives us probably 10 different recommendation and uh, that's the one piece of for background remover we also integrated with um, uh, some of the uh, we we are constantly um, uh, training our models uh, to uh, remove the objects identifying the objects we are using the mix and match of like off the sh- on the shelf i mean off the shelf products as well as our homegrown technology to achieve that and then third thing is uh, we are doing a lot of personalization 
when people come in into the application, we want them to show most relevant content. So that way, uh, we are still early in that phase, but that's where we are uh, heading. And then the last piece is automation. Um, if you have, let's say, 1,000 pieces of content, or like uh, if you are a Shopify store or you, you are a marketplace, it's very difficult for you to go and create content for, to promote every single product. So you can come in and use uh, Simplified's automation to create, let's say, 1,000 pieces of content uh, within like few clicks. So we are building connectors with a uh, lot of these uh, uh, Google Sheets and Google Drives. So that way, uh, marketers can do more with less and uh, scale their content uh, from zero to 1,000, zero to like uh, whatever number they want uh, in, in just no time. What are some of the key milestones? I know you've only, as a company, been around for about a year, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, but so not a, not a huge time frame, but what are some of the key milestones that you've achieved so far um, along your journey? Yeah, I think, um, so I probably, I, I, was, I was planning to drop this update tomorrow as a part of building public um, uh, movement. Um, so we, so first goal first milestone uh, is people. Uh, when I raised our uh, pre-seed funding from Craft Ventures and some of the top uh, PLG or like product-led focus investors, my first goal, I told them like, it's all about people. Uh, so I built uh, to the date, like really amazing team in place. Um, uh, recently we have, uh, I have amazing co-founder. Uh, we are seasoned, we, we Together, we, we failed enough that we know how not to do things. And then we have uh, the first things people. So people is P0 in Simplified. Uh, our current team is, we have built a team in Mexico City. In our, It's a 100% remote team. Um, and all our team is distributed in Mexico, India, uh, Canada, and Europe. Uh, so we are, we are learning how to run a global team uh, with like diverse and inclusive culture. Right now we have like uh, equal representation, almost like 40, 60% of uh, we have diverse culture in the team. I think that is the number one thing I would say we have achieved. Second thing, uh, when we launched um, our public beta in on October, uh, I mean, July 15, by July, uh, in just two weeks, we had 10,000 users registered on our uh, website and using the product. And now today is um, August 31st, which is like less than a, almost a month. We um, uh, we almost like 4x, 5x growth uh, since in this month. We already have close to like uh, 40,000 plus people signed up in just month. We are just growing at a rapid pace. Um, and um, yeah, there is a lot more things are planned. So I would say that those are the key milestones and the product product is uh, people are sharing, people are vocal about, people want to pay for the product, uh, which is, um, and it's it's not just like one, we, the all adoption is global. We have people using from like San Francisco to Singapore or Myanmar to Mumbai, or, uh, or we have seen people using from like um, um, South Africa to like, uh, San Paulo. So we have seen people using and we are learning from them. We are building this product with them for them. Uh, so that's the milestones uh, we have achieved so far. And then there are other things which are coming in pipeline 
as we are growing and building the company. Awesome. All right. Well, we're kind of running out of time here. I, I want to wrap up with one more question. What are some of the, some of the challenges you face as a founder that keep you up at night? Uh, I think I have built companies in the past, but this company is different. Uh, this company is the one of the challenge uh, is no matter what, how many times you did it in the before or like in the past, you want to deliver amazing experience to your customers because people come for product, but they stay for community and the experience product over the period of time becomes commodity. So how can we support our users? Those are global. That's the one thing I, I personally spend some time with our responding support, chatting or give online support to our users. And as we are scaling, we are trying to figure it out how we can um, put proper support in place, pro- proper documentation or like proper help because uh, we are we are in it like this is a marathon. So we want to create that amazing platform where people thrive. How can we become the the integral part of their ecosystem? Not specific worries keep me awake. It's just the opportunity and the that passion uh, to help this community of creators, marketers, and feedback. Uh, having, uh, I get an opportunity to speak with a lot of these freelancers or like customers who were like, "Hey, uh, who are thanking you uh, for this product?" That that excitement keeps me awake in the night. All right. Well, uh, before we get out of here, um, what's the best way for our listeners to reach UKD and and learn about Simplified? Yeah. So, uh, sim- uh, listeners, thank you for listening. Um, uh, to this podcast, you, you can learn about Simplified on uh, simplified.co. Uh, it's .co. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter or uh, message me on LinkedIn. Um, it's That's the easiest way. Or s- simply drop a mail on hello uh, at simplified.co. All right. Well, that's a bunch of ways to reach KD. Uh, We're going to end our show there. If you liked it, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a rating, but only if it's a good one. Um, KD, thanks for joining the show today. We appreciate your time. And uh, it was really great to learn learn from, from you and about what you're doing. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me here. 